0: Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour promising program on the American Voice Radio Network featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry.
1: And now, here's Pastor Dan. Well, greeting saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophets We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date January 19, 2023. The world is in turmoil. Most still don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious has returned. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look, at the, look to the Holy City. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Do you not hear the sound of the shofar? Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for Yeshua tonight. If you need help after the program, call me. I pray for you are with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. Use my cell phone number. Text me first so I know it's not a robocall. In an emergency, the cell phone number well the cell phone number is three one six six one nine four eight eight six. Now you can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, and all of our contact information. We're at at our ministry hub and it's very simple. Prophecyhour dot com. com. Remember, we're a national satellite radio program, which is simulcast live on in- internationally on some independent FM stations with four different MP3 streams, Twitch, Rumble, PhoneBridge, picked up by every podcaster out there. Okay, let's thank our listener base. Today, now I've got this big map in front of me, and you, some of you folks might wonder, well, why haven't you ever mentioned my city? Well, first off, we're going to mention the ones overseas, but then I'm going to explain to you why I haven't mentioned your city in the United States. But So let's talk about Edmonton, Canada, Shanghai, China, Stockholm, Sweden. Hello to all you folks out there. In Sweden, you got that devos thing going on over there, don't you? Anyway, cities in the United States. Now, normally I would say a city and a state, but you see what i got here is this new thing that my site gave me, is just a big United States map. And I have to guess where some of these states are at, and I don't want to say like Charleston is in South Carolina, if it's in North Carolina and so forth. And so the places that I can clearly recognize, that's where I've been picking out. But tonight, just because it's a special night, I am going to just name some cities and call them in the United States. And when we show this over here on the East Coast, what do we got? Let's hear. Here's a big one. Um, here you go. Alexandria. I have no idea where that's at, but right next to it is Washington, D.C. And you have and in another place over here toward in the same group is Winchester. So hello to you folks out there. And well, we got another one here. Annapolis. You know, so we have lots of people in lots of cities that I have no idea what states are in. Lafayette. We have uh, Chattanooga. I bet that's Tennessee. Anyway, Huntsville, that's Alabama, and so on and so forth. So we have listeners all over these United States, places like Richland and Connecticut, but we've got a whole bunch of people over here in California. So anyway, that's the way it is for our listeners tonight. Moving right on. <laughs> Moving right along. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Father, I pray regularly tonight, like those according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out their ears and wish to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, and your son Yeshua HaMashiach, mighty name bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, let's get to our song.
2: And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Luke seventeen, twenty six. Days of Noah keeps ringing in my ear. People who laugh and scoff when they hear the end is new They go right on with building, not giving God a thought. Getting about the flood, in anger he once fought. The spirit of no Noah. And well to die Telling them of Jesus That he's the only one But most won't even listen The devil's got them blind They walk the path so broad More riches trying to find Some just think of money. And how to get some more, but little do they realize God's closing up the door. Soon the door will close, and when they hear it slam, their riches will be all for naught and their soul forever. you want to put your trust in wealth you lost to fear For the distant thunders are rumbling And the storm is almost here You must put your trust in Jesus For he's our today When the storm of darkness comes In him you will be safe.
3: Yet the spirit of old Noah
2: is alive and well today, telling him of Jesus that He's the only one. But most won't even listen. The devil's got 'em blind. They walk the path so wrong. More riches trying to find. They walk the path so wrong.
1: Riches, time. Is well, folks, that was Brother Ben McKnight. Haven't heard from him in a very, very long time. And he used to have a program on radio, a shortwave, and it was called The 70th Week Magazine. And he was only on 15 minutes at a time on uh, shortwave, that's all he could afford. But, yeah, it was a really impacting program, which was another one of the things besides the Prophecy Club that helped lead me to doing radio. Anyway, uh, Brother Ben McKnight, if you're listening to the program, which I haven't heard from you in years, uh, I pray you're well. Thanks for letting me have the music. Anyway, folks, I'm on tonight because Robert Spencer couldn't make it. He will be on next week to talk about his book, The Sumter, Gambit, um, How the Left, is trying to format a civil war, and I strongly believe that. We've been talking about that on radio for a long time. Here's a guy, a great researcher, just wrote a book about it. Okay, excuse me. No, my wife can't join me tonight, so it's just going to be me. Let's start with this. Tony Blair calls for the w- calls for WEF and the WTO, to introduce digital infrastructure that monitors vaccine status. Now, neither one of those organizations really have any elected power, the World Trade Organization and the World Economic Forum. These people aren't elected, Hmm. but they're trying to control the world, just as, um, you know, uh, others have said. They're not supposed to be doing that. He says you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. If you're tired of censorship, cancel culture, and erosion of privacy and civil liberties, subscribe to Reclaim the Net. That's what it says at the top. So you Reclaim the Net's a pretty neat thing. But the former uh, United Kingdom Prime Minister, Tony has called for a global organization as a world trade organization and world economic Forum, forum to push governments to introduce digital infrastructure that monitors who has been vaccinated and who hasn't. You know, well, I believe that, uh, strongly believe that Satan the devil will, will try to introduce a mark or something. I don't know that this is it. I don't, I don't think anybody really knows what the mark will be. In fact, if they did, we'd already all know about it, I imagine. But here's the point. They still want to do this. Whether this is a mark or not, they want to track you. What am I talking about, the mark of the beast? Well, let's go with this. In Revelation chapter 13, it says, and I stood upon the sands of the sea, and, I, and this is King James Version, so I'm just going to read it. I stood upon the sands of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns, uh, excuse me, I'm going to move this over to my other screen where I can see it better. <clears throat> okay, and the beast I saw was like unto a leopard. It his feet is a bear, and his mouth is the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him power and his seat and a great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And as all the world wondered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? So he worshipped the dragon that gave power to the beast. Who's the dragon? Dragon, Satan, the devil. But they worshipped the beast. Okay, and there was given, or they worshipped. Um, the dragon that gave power to the beast, okay? And the power to the beast. The beast is what? Antichrist. And it was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him for to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed against Yahweh to blaspheme his name his tavern, and his tabernacle on all them that dwell in heaven. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life, book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So that's the book of life, and whose Lamb from the foundation of the world, that's Yeshua. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Now, I'm going to pause right there and jump over and tell you what the patience and faith of the saints is. So keep up in mind that's Revelation, um, and, and we're in verse 10 over there. Now, in the next verse of Revelation, we have Revelation chapter 14, and it says, uh, okay, 13 and 14, Oop, wrong one. Uh Revelation 13 and 14. Anyway, Revelation 14. It, 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 the patience of the saints. It says, "Here is the patience and faith of the game." It's in Revelation um, chapter uh, the next chapter. Here it is 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are these that keep the commandment of Yahweh and the faith of Yeshua. So when we're reading in the previous chapter at 10, it says, we're going, "Here is the patience and faith of the saints." So who are these people? These are the people that are keeping the commandments of Yahweh in the faith of Yeshua. To me, that sounds like the Messianic movement. People don't get it. You have to have the Old and New Testament. You have to have the Torah, and you have to have the, what's showing us the New Covenant, the start of it, in the New Testament. That hasn't been fully implemented yet. But the point of the matter is, is Old and New Testament keeping both, not just one or the other. Okay, so let's go back. So if any man have an ear, lay him here. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. He And he that exercises all power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell there unto worship the first beast, whose deadly womb was healed. So now you have the Antichrist and a false prophet together. And see, he that doeth great wonders, so he maketh fire come down out of heaven from earth in the sight of men. And he, he and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he has power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, and that the and which had the wound by a sword and did live, so they're making an image of the beast. They're making an image of the Antichrist, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and the image of the beast should both speak and cause us many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. We've seen a replay of that, you know, back in um, Ezekiel, you have Asak, Meshach, and. uh, or Book of Daniel, I repent, Book of Daniel, we have Ashak, Meshach, and Abednego, because they wouldn't bow down and worship an idol. They were cast into the fiery firmament. But there appeared somebody that looked like the Son of Man inside that kept them safe. In fact, the, person that, the people that threw them into that fire were burned up and died uh, from the heat of that fire. But anyway, that's how we'll be saved. Those people that are fall in the commandments of Yahweh and the faith that you should is that he will protect us like Asaph, Meshach, and Abednego in a fiery furnace and as Daniel in the lion's den. That was uh, said to Demetri and by an angel if you believe Demetri Duterman. Anyway, 16. And he causes all both great and small, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in the right hand of their foreheads. But as you can tell, all doesn't always mean all because what did it just say? It just said earlier that the people that were um, uh, following the commandments of Yahweh in the faith of Yeshua, whose names were written in the book of life, weren't going to worship him and weren't going to accept the mark. So all doesn't always mean all in the Bible, just the way it is. Anyway, that no man m- <coughs> can receive a mark in the right hand of their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell or say that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man. His number is six hundred and three score and six. And I dispute that three hundred and six score and six because, why? Because it was six one six and they had other numbers and determination. Some say, if you look at it, it looks like, uh, it's, it just looks like symbols instead of any letters at all. So we really don't know what the number is. Absolutely. So anyway, so this is what they're pushing towards. So even if this isn't accomplished in the whole world, or even if, it is of Satan the devil to try to track every man and try. But the ultimate thing isn't as much to track you. For human beings, yeah, it's they want to track us, but for Satan the devil, it isn't about tracking. It's about getting you to worship the Antichrist and the beast, and to worship that false image. You know, if we know the commandments of Yahweh, if we keep the commandments of Yahweh in the faith of Yeshua, we know that we are not to bow down and worship anything but Yahweh, and let alone any kind of an image that would be made. You know, we are not supposed to even make an image of Yahweh or Yeshua and bow down and worship that. So many people bow down and worship um, at the foot of a cross that has Yeshua an image of Yeshua you know hanging on that cross well that's that's against the Ten Commandments that's against the word of Yahweh we're not supposed to make that image and yet we don't absolutely know what he looks like anyway but you're not supposed to put that image in your head that's what the word says and so are we following the word you know I think that and so what am I doing pointing things out to you well, I'll show you that after a break um, but in the meantime, you really need to pray about the word that we're giving. Pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. I'll talk a little more about that when I come back. But i got some other things to share with you when we get back to the break. But we're not even going to break for about another minute, I guess. I just looked at the clock. And actually, what I got is I moved the screen over in front of my clock so I didn't you know, quite see it. Anyway, I bet you all miss my wife about now. I miss her comments that she's always popping off with and having to uh, uh, correct her, so to speak. Anyway, so women, let's say this about women. You know, women were given to man for what reason? To make us complete. That is the perfect thing, you know, if it's not good for man to be alone. So he gave us woman. which is taken out of man, taken out of our, our side, our ribs, taken out of our side to be beside us. Not somebody that we should stand over and stomp in the ground or somebody that should be above us, but somebody to walk through life beside us. And I'm very, very thankful for my wife, for without her, things wouldn't get done. You know, there's so much that wouldn't. I would be, you know, it would be like missing a huge part of my body but then again she is part of me. Do you guys have a great wife? Send me a text and let me know if you do. And if you have and let's go back to this I was talking about in our last program that um going forward I'm going to do at least one program a month just about the things that are going on in Canada. I know you folks over there in Canada are having a tough time. But, you know, they're just about using the economic form is just about using Canada as their example of everything they want to do, whether it's the killing, killing of a euthanizing young children. Yeah, toddlers over there. Think about that. If a parent decides that it's in the best interest of their children to put them to death, then they're allowed to do it and encouraged to do it. Can you imagine that? How did we get into a world like this? Well... It is re- the responsibility of the church, I honestly believe. It's the responsibility of people not telling you what sin is and say, oh, you're not supposed to judge. Well, we're going to talk about that in the next part of the program. But we are supposed to judge. We're supposed to judge righteously. But forgiveness, I believe forgiveness is, no, is like number one because Yeshua said, what did he say? He said that if you don't forgive, if you stand in front of the Father and You want me to stand up for you. Well, how can he stand up for you if you haven't forgiven your brother for what he did against you? So why should you be forgiven? So forgiveness, that's one of the hardest things that I think that man has to do to really get that out of their heart. Uh, It's really, really tough. Really, really tough. Sometimes, you know, we say we forgive. We say, okay, I forgive you. But do we really? That's a big thing. I think it takes a special prayer to do it but please father in yeshua's name remove all unforgiveness from me and from this ministry and from the people that are listening just help us with this father in yeshua Hamashiach's name anyway you can find us at dot com. you can find out over there how to uh you can find all our podcasts for one which this is a radio program but it becomes a podcast when it's reported, recorded, and placed on the net. So all the links to that's over there. Some great news articles. If you want to know about the breaking news, if that's your bag, you can follow that over there at prophecyhour.com. You can find a ways to donate over there. But I'll tell you what. I'll be back in about. I think it's three minutes or four. We'll be back.
4: Oh.
0: Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789, that's 479-502-1789, or visit archaven.org. that's
3: archhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Would you tell them? Well, most would. So what is the most important information in the world to all people, nations, and languages? The most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast, because those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are eternally tormented in hell. Revelation fourteen eleven says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night to worship the beast in his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. But how do you tell them? Give them the book, miss the mark. If they'll read this simple, thin, easy-to-read book, they will never take the mark of the beast. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink-wrap sets of 10 to give away. One set of 10 for 30, two sets 45, four sets 70 at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com.
1: I'm back. This is Pastor Dan Catlin. You're listening to Messiah's Man's Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. We'll get back into the subject I'm talking about, uh, various things tonight. Special night, just a relaxed night, a little scripture. But again, remember uh, next week uh, Robert Spencer will be on at this time period, and he wrote a book called The Sumter Gambit, and it's how to the left is trying to permit. A civil war, and he claims it started back in 1960. Was that just that far back? We'll see. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, real quick though, uh, folks in James chapter 2, it says, What does a proverb, my brethren, so a man say you have faith and not works? <clears throat> Excuse me, can faith save him and not works? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food and one of you say unto them, Deep art and peace, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding, you give them not the things that are needful to the body, what does it profit? <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Even though say, Faith, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Thou believest there is one Yahweh, one God, thou doest well. But the devils also believe and tremble. But well, will thou know, Obey man, that faith without works is dead, being alone? Well, works is something that you don't have to worry about doing works, because if you're truly saved and have the Holy Spirit in you, works are going to come out naturally. That's the point. And what this what James is saying, though, is so if you are saved and you have faith, then where are your works? Where are these things that come out of you naturally? That's what he's saying. Anyway, so pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. <clears throat> Support us so we can care for the people that the Father sends us, men, women, children from all walks of life who've had a bad break and come to us for help. We get We don't get any help from organized churches or government agencies. We do have one special place that's been helping us. In fact, they give us a lot of food to give away every day that we're open. But other than that, we pay full price for our food. We do all those things. We get no extra special treatment because we're a church. And we are a non-5013C church, which IRS doesn't require us to be a 5013C church. But point being, we are an unincorporated church. <clears throat> so all donations, folks, no matter what size helps. And if all notices, all donations that come from where? Your heart, of course you don't wish to help with For consider a donation for Radio airtime. Time. It's not free. Donations keep us on the air. You can donate online by cash App. That's a new thing. Over the phone, mail a check or money order. Find all the information at prophecyhour.com. And really, pray about support and talk radio. If you don't want to help with the homeless and poor, support these radio programs. And, again, uh, the ways that we have over there at safety, if you're worried about... Donating through PayPal, don't, because you do not have to have a PayPal account to donate, and there's other ways to donate over there. Anyway, before I get back into the program, Frank sent me a text during the program. Leave it to Frank to throw a wrench into the things, right? Well, he gave a really good, I'll just read it, and then I'll talk about it. He says, I agree 100% on forgiveness. But I wonder about those who can forgive everybody else except themselves. Well, that's a tough question. Except I think like this. If you truly believe that you're saved, those past sins are forgiven of you if you repent of your sins. And so the forgiveness of yourself is really finding forgiveness, truly forgiveness, being sorry for those things, guilt, guilt is your pathway to salvation. Because when you feel guilt, then you feel the need to repent and turn away from that. And so when you repent and turn away, then you can get that forgiveness of yourself because you know that you're forgiven by uh, something much greater than ourselves, and that is Yeshua HaMashiach, by what being truthfully guilty over, um, over the thing that you have done and that's what it means it, it, that's what repentance is if you truly feel guilty about something then you know that it's wrong then once you know that it's wrong you repent of it and then you have to have the faith <coughs> to believe that Yeshua will wash away your sin it's just the devil that keeps coming back and telling you you're not worthy don't you know and so that's where we're at with that so by deep prayer in honest faith if you believe in the word then and you have faith to believe the word then you have to believe all the word and the word says it will wash away your sins and if your sins work in a way don't drag that bag of rocks around with you forgive yourself so to speak because Yeshua already has and I think that's about the best way that I can answer it but what about others you know here we're we're things with others we have people that say Oh, don't judge, don't judge, don't judge. But if you really look through the Word, it tells you to judge all the time. It tells you to judge righteously and to point out sins and things. But one of the the, the biggest things that, that you should read is is this chapter. If you go into Ezekiel chapter 33, this is what you come down with. And, again, we're supposed to believe do the Old Testament and the New Testament. And this was by the prophet Ezekiel. 33 1 where I'm going to start. Again, King James Version. So once in a while if I say Lord or something, it's because I'm just reading the King James Bible. Anyway, again, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak unto the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring a sword upon the land, if the people of the land take up a man of their coast, and set him for their watchmen, if he seeth the sword come upon the land, and he blow the trumpet, and warn the people... Then soever heareth the sound of the trumpet, and take it not warning. If the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be on his own head. So we had clearly. Watchman says, hey, it's coming. They ignore it. The person dies because of that. It's on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and he took not the warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he, is, but he that taketh the warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. What's iniquity? Iniquity is lawlessness, that's being without Torah. But his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. You get that? If you see evil coming, something bad coming, and you don't warn your brother, what happens? Well, if that person dies in his sin, his blood, Yahweh says, I will require at the watchman's hand. And we're all watchmen, so to speak. So, thou, o son of man, I have set thee a watchman upon the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, again lawlessness. But his blood I will require at your hand. And so this goes on beyond um, being a watchman. This is talking to you, it, wicked man. Thou shalt. It's when I say to the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou dost not. Speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his lawlessness, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way, to turn from it. If he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, his lawlessness. But thou hast delivered thy soul. You catch that? You've got to do it. It's an obligation to you. Therefore, O son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus you speak, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord Yahweh, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked should turn from his way and live. Turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? House of Israel, guess what? If you're saved, you're grafted in to Israel. Therefore, O thou, son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteousness shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. So just because you're righteous, it's good sin not to warn him. Let's go on. And he shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live. If he trusts to his own righteousness and commit commit iniquity, lawlessness, and his righteousness shall not be remembered, but his iniquity that he committed, he shall die in it. So you have to, you can't be just good part of the time. You have to be good all the time. And if you do slip and fall, that's what repentance is all about. What we were talking about. Forgiving yourself and moving forward. You know, if you let the devil have his way, he'll tell you, you're not forgiven, you're not worthy. You'll, he'll make you hate yourself. But Yeshua HaMashiach died so that we might live. Again, I say unto the wicked, doubt shall surely die. If he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful, lawful and right. So if you turn away from your sin and do what is lawful and right, Lawful's what? Torah. And right, then you will live. If the wicked restore the pledge, and give again what he hath robbed, and walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity, lawlessness, he shall surely live, and he shall not die. None of his sins that he hath committed shall be mentioned unto him. He hath done that which is lawful and right, you shall surely live. And so Yeshua. Washes away your sin. Your sins, you're not going to be pointed out to you because you forget it. So if it's not going to be pointed out to you, don't, re- They talks in the New Testament, don't remind the Father of something he's already forgiven and forgotten about. Yet the children of the people say, the way of Yahweh is not equal. But for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turneth from his righteousness and committed iniquity, lawlessness, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness, and do which is lawful, that's being the Torah, and right, ye shall live thereby. Yet ye say, the way of Yahweh is not equal, ye house of Israel. I will judge you every one after his ways. Excuse me. And it came to pass, in the twelfth year of our captivity, in the tenth month, in the fifth day of the month, that one that escaped out of Jerusalem came unto me, saying, the city is smitten. Now the hand of Yahweh was upon me and the evening. A forum was escaped. Can't... Okay, we'll leave that. That's all that. Uh, the rest of this is about something else. But the point is, is should we point out sin? Yes. I mean, what person walks with his brother through the forest and they come to a to uh, your brother comes to a hole in front of him and he doesn't see the hole, but you don't say, stop, brother, don't fall into that hole. That's what we're talking about. It's stop, brother, or stop, sister, do not fall into that hole. And yet the world says, judge not. Well, you don't even read the rest of it, and it just says, judge not, lest you be judged, by that same standard in which you judge. In other words, you got to make sh- look at your own self and judge yourself first. You got to look into that mirror and see if you're doing the same thing that you're about to tell your brother not to do. You know, it's just it's all pretty much craziness, isn't it? You know what the world says? Throw away your Bible. The world teaches, hey, you know, uh, you can just do what you want. That's what the devil says. Do what thou wilt. But Yahweh says, follow my word. It wasn't done away with. It wasn't done away with. i got another one for him. You know This is one of my favorite things that I like to talk about. Matthew chapter 25. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be like unto ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. The five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and, but took no oil with them. But the wives took all their vessels with their lamps, while the bridegroom tarried. They all slumbered and slept. Well, first off, the thing is, all of the, the, these brides were saved, or they wouldn't have been brides. You get it? And then it says, the, they all slumbered and slept. This is a representation of Yeshua coming. They slept waiting on the bridegroom. Well, that's Yeshua. So people were slumbering. So everybody slept. Not anybody realized they were coming. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go out and meet him. So then at the time at the end, and we're at the time of the end, the, the call is being made, He's coming, He's coming, He's coming, wake up. And so a certain amount of people were waking up. While all the virgins arose, some were foolish, <clears throat> and they trimmed the, <clears throat> then all the version arose and trimmed their lamps and the foolish said unto the wise give us some of your oil for our lamps are gone out but the wise answering not so lest there not be enough for us and you but you go rather unto them that sell and buy for yourself in other words now it's time you better get into repentance or whatever we cannot save you we cannot save each other we're in the time of the end we cannot save others it's up to you to do it yourself it has to be personal. And when they went out to buy, the bridegroom came, and they, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and then the door was shut. Afterwards came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, you know neither the day or the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. You don't know the name, or day or the hour, but you do know the time and the season, and we are in that time. And the the season, absolutely, absolutely. We've got another one here. Looks like i got time. So, when <clears throat> the Son of Man shall come on all his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all the nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left. You know the thing about sheep and goats, the sheep will follow their master. A goat, they just do what they want. But the goats on the left, one is being with Torah, one is being without. That's my opinion. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hunger and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. And these, Guess what, folks? Those are called works. Those are the things that I was telling you come natural. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw thee a hungry and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw these sick and in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, it Is so much as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, then you have done it unto me. And then shall, then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was a hunger, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall also they answer unto him, saying, Lord, whence thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it not unto one of the least of these, you did it not unto me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous will go where? Into life eternal. Wow. Those are some heavy-duty words, very, very heavy-duty words. And so now you've got me into reading Scripture. Wow. I can't believe it. Anyway, love it, love it, love it. Anyway, let's go on here. Back in Matthew 24, there's some things that you need to listen to it tells you exactly when the son of man uh, is coming in fact when the apostles spoke about the time in the end, or when uh they spoke in thessalonians and things and said these are the things of the end of the world or what would happen they pointed to the fact that these are the things that they got from yeshua the matthew 25 is one of the the, the only examples that yeshua ever told them about the time of his coming in fact what he gave them was what would happen, so he wouldn't have lied to them. In fact, that's what they asked him. And Yeshua went out and departed from the temple, and the disciples came unto him, showing the buildings of the temple. And Yeshua said unto them, See, not all these things, barely I say. There shall not be one uh, here stone left upon another until they shall all be thrown down. And so later, as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? So they specifically asked him. So this is the specific answer he gave them. This is what you believe. And you have answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Messiah, and shall deceive many, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars and see that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Yes, folks, these things are happening. The end isn't yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in different places. All these are the beginning of the sorrows. Of course we're there, but we're also in birth pains. Let's go on. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. If you haven't noticed that, they're coming against Christians very strongly right now, even in these United States. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Boy, if that don't sound like the word out there, I don't know what does. And many false prophets shall arise and deceive many. Absolutely going on. And because iniquity, lawlessness shall abound the love of many shall wax cold the word God tells us how to love our neighbor folks think about it and he shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved so he's telling you endure the end you'll be saved he didn't say endure until I get you and fly you out before the end he says endure until the end and this is and as this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the word for a witness unto all nations, then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in a holy place, he that readeth let him hear and understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let them which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither shall let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray thee that your flight not be in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Sabbath day still in effect, right? Okay. For then there shall be great tribulation that was not seen since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor shall be ever be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Messiah, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they say unto you, Behold, he is in desert, not go forth. Behold, he is in the secret chamber, believe it not. For here, listen to this. For as lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth unto the west, so shall be the coming of the Son of Man be. What's he saying? He, everybody's going to see it. For whoever the car, wherever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation, hear that? Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. You hear that? Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Folks, that's at the last trumpet. And then shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When the branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. Like you, likewise ye. You, when you see all these things, know that it is near and at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass, till all things will be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will not pass away. Though that day and the hour no man knoweth. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were so shall be the Son of coming of the Son of Man be. For as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. In other words, they were just going on as normal, ignoring everything, just doing the normal things. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall be the coming kind of the Son of Man be. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. I know there's some more to it, but read it for yourself. Don't take my word for anything, absolutely, except that you need Yeshua to be saved. Yeah, and he is the only way to your salvation. But that's it, folks. You have to believe. You have to believe. You have to have faith. Please pray about support and talk radio. Um, We're going to have new guests on for you and things, and I'm planning on doing some more scripture programs, and I'm going to do that thing about Canada once a month. But please, please, please pray about supporting what we do on talk radio. As you can see, it's very important that we warn each other, and we warn that while the tribulation is upon us, we are praising the Father that Yeshua is getting closer. So we're spreading the good news. Help us to do that. You know, I'm not going to be like all these ministries and say, partner with me and you'll get part of the glory. Well, you know, to a point that's true, but I'm not going to try to witchcraft you into donating. Just pray about it. Lift it in prayer. Donate it if you can. you will really use your help. But remember, folks, there really is only one true God. Who is he? Yeshua said, call him father. So he really is your father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. That's his son. He sits at the right hand of God, Yahweh. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins. You must repent to be saved. You must repent. You must turn away from sin. And he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him is the only the only way of the Father. Three days and three nights. Passover's coming soon. Can't wait to celebrate it. And we celebrate those three days and nights. And we won't go into that. I don't have time. Remember... Always, always, always be a blessing to others. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's praying for Yeshua's return. Lord our God, Father, please, King of the universe, I beg you in Yeshua HaMashiach's name that you would please, please bless these people out there and keep them and let your face shine upon them, Father, and be gracious to them and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. And until next week, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. You all be blessed.
0: You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to MessiahsBranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas. Six six eight five one. Tune in next time from the size brand.